Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? I don't know, Bex. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? A rebel without a clause. I've missed the Christmas we... jokes. I have. I, I have too. I liked the poems for a little bit, but I think I'm going back to the jokes. I think the rest <laughs> of the seven days are going to be some festive jokes. They've been really good. They've been Christmas crackers. <laughs> oh. Oh. Two for Let's the price of one. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm back. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because it's Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells. And boy, howdy is it. Because it's day three of our seven days of Christmas. (laughs) On the third day of Christmas, out of seven days of Christmas, there was very many things. And a partridge in a pear tree. (laughs) Yeah, uh, today we're here to talk about HBO's 2022 film, um, A Hollywood Christmas. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so you can watch that on HBO Max. It is the same. However you figured out how to watch Holiday Harmony, that's how you watch this. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Google can answer a lot of questions. Um, But yeah, this is a a new one from this year. It it was one that I didn't even know was coming out until the trailer dropped. And it just was so deliciously festive and so deliciously right for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it had to make its uh, debut in our 2023. (laughs) To, I nearly called this 2023. Wrong year. No, Our 2022 no, no. seven days of Christmas. Yeah. Don't jump ahead by your dear, dear God. We're not ready oh for season four. I'm so not ready for season four. Jesus. But yeah. If you would like to see a season four, you can let us know that you're enjoying our podcast. Thank you to all our wonderful new listeners. Yay. Please give us some money through coffee to help support the podcast or just mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Apparently we're on every different podcasting platform that that's in the world. Many yeah. I haven't even heard of. So please leave us a review on any of them and maybe we'll find them eventually. Um, yeah. It would be a really nice surprise. And we would appreciate it. And we appreciate you for listening to, to us talk weirdly. And may us, I mean, mainly me, uh, just babble <laughs> on about festive bullshit. No, it's been great. Like, we have seen a lot of growth over this season. Um, we're super happy about it. Like, it's really nice to be growing our little Christmas community. Because yeah. if this film has taught me anything, it is that Christmas can't be contained to just December. <laughs> oh hell no uh, th- this is a great film we're gonna get into mm-hmm. it we're gonna go through all of the stuff uh yeah so, but i just wanted to say thank you all little elves yeah. thanks for listening and tweeting at us and all of that hope you're having mm-hmm. a, a holly wonderful festive season uh, <laughs> and with that note let me move on to synopsis time Ooh. Have a holly jolly synopsis time. It's the best part of the show. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of delicious mead. Have a holly jolly synopsis time. I am not Michael Bublé. A boop 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 on a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah! 
You know, I really felt like you were channeling the boobs, though. Mm. Yeah, like he was 100%. Here. Yeah. Michael Bubble? Hell yeah, love Michael Bubble. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you do want to check out our taste in music, which is obviously Christmas songs, we do have our Jingle Bells Christmas playlist, which is in our link tree. Um, it's available on Spotify. We haven't put it anywhere else yet because um, we're we're busy, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it's just on Spotify, but we, mm-hmm. we like Spotify. If you'd like it elsewhere, that's fine. We can include it a link. Oh, you said on our link tree. You already yeah, said that. I'm it's just on our link rubbish. Tree. <laughs> anyway, do you want to okay. save me with a synopsis? Is that possible? Help me. Help me. Yeah. Save me. Okay, so A Hollywood Christmas follows a successful Christmas movie director who begins living her own Christmas movie when a handsome network executive shows up threatening to halt production on her latest film. That's pretty accurate, I think. Yeah, it's pretty. A- it's surprisingly <laughs> accurate. I honestly, I thought I was going to have a, a joke to make about it, uh, but no, it's yeah. pretty, pretty spot on. Pretty mm-hmm. spot on. Um, yeah, this film was layers on layers. Like, we will talk about the layers after we've done our Christmas credits, uh, because we do yeah. have a surprising who's who of who's not for this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, I suppose without further ado, we'll get into it. So we've got Jessica Van as Jessica. She's had oh my cameos. God, wait, hang on. I know. It's another Jeremy <laughs> Jake why the situation. Fuck? Why? What is this? Why are people? These are trained professional actors and I actresses. Know. Can they not fucking act a character that hasn't got their own fit? Anyway, whatever. Fine. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So Jessica Van has had cameos in Cold Case, Without a Trace, Toy Story Tunes, Awkward, and the Emoji Movie. She was also in 2016's Rush Hour TV series as Kim Lee as well. Cool. Now, here's someone that's very interesting. And we've already spoken about his wife um, in yeah. the Holiday Harmony episode. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Josh Swickard is Christopher in this film. He's actually the husband of Lauren Swickard and he was the male lead in the California Christmas series as well. Ah. Yeah, I know. Interesting to see him back. I wonder if the both of them got jobs with HBO this year. Anyway, Josh has also been in... 461 episodes of General Hospital. Wow, Holy that crap. is a lot of episodes of General Hospital. I know, right? And then he was also Rodrigo in 2018's School of Rock TV series. Did you watch the School of Rock TV series? The School of Rock TV series? Yeah, apparently I, it's a I thing. heard of like a... I, ha- I knew there was a, a... It wasn't called like School of Rock. There was a UK one where Gene Simmons went to like this private school to try and start a band oh, with all these kids who yes. play classical music. And there was this one kid who was like little and ginger and he got fucking into it and he went hard. And I loved that show. It was great. I had major props for that kid. <laughs> um, I don't think that's what they're talking about here. Though. No, no, no. I think <laughs> okay. it's more akin to the Jack Black film, but it, as a TV show. It's been a lot um, of School of Rock in our, in our podcast series this year. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's what Josh Swickard's been up to. Um, I feel like this is a more cheerful role for him. Um, no one was like super traumatized, which was nice. Um, yeah, great. We love yeah, that. I like that. Then we've got Riley Dandy as Ashley slash Chloe. She was also in A California Christmas 2. <laughs> That's really weird. Was this know. directed by Lauren? Uh, not that I know of, to hmm. be fair. But uh, okay. yeah, I think it's an interesting choice. I don't know if they've become like producers or something for HBO, um, yeah. which is maybe how they've had a same like casting and stuff. 
Anyway, Riley is also in another Christmas film this year. It is not a rom-com uh, by the sounds of it because it's Christmas bloody Christmas. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound rom-com-y. Yeah, she's not got a whole lot of credits, but she has been in another festive rom-com called A Christmas Kiss, which came out in 2019. Okay. Yeah, then we've got Zach Steiner as Michael slash Jeb. He's had cameos in NCIS, Jessica Jones, and Law and Order. He was also in Euphoria as Aaron Jacobs. I haven't seen Euphoria, but I did see that there was a lot of buzz about it um, when it came out again earlier this year. I have seen that there was a lot of hype about yeah. Euphoria, but not. I have not seen it. But didn't he say to her that some, or someone said to her yeah. that he liked her in Euphoria, but then he wasn't? Okay, whatever. Doesn't yeah, matter. So- doesn't matter. Christopher says to Ashley at one point, he's like, I loved you in Euphoria. Um, as far as I could see, Riley Dandy herself has never actually been in Euphoria, been in Euphoria. just Zack Steiner. So Okay, yeah. that's funny. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> uh, then we've got Anissa Borrego as Rena. She's had cameos in Station 19, This Is Us, You're the Worst, Criminal Minds, and Lucifer. Not a lot of other credits. Um, yeah. But that's not surprising considering she embodied the Christmas spirit in this film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we've also got Tom Williams uh, Williamson as Daniel. He's had cameos in Blue Bloods, NCIS, Cold Black, Rizzolian Isles, and Criminal Minds. So again, not a lot of credits. Our biggest who's who of people that we've definitely seen in a lot of other stuff is actually Missy Pyle, who plays Teresa in this film. Yeah. She's been in so much stuff. Like, it's unreal how much stuff she's been in. I know, yeah, crazy. But she's been in Galaxy Quest, Dodgeball, Mm -hmm. Drunk History, Fifty First Dates, Along Came Polly, Josie and the Pussycats, Anchorman, Friends, Ally McBeal, Heroes, and Grey's Anatomy. Her Christmas credits, most recently she was in the Christmas TV movie, Ghosting, The Spirit of Christmas. And, (laughs) I know, (laughs) and this year she's back as Missy Toe in I Believe in Santa. Missy yeah. Toe. I know. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's some impeccable. Yeah. Mi- so Missy Pyle. So another mm-hmm. time of a fucking Christmas person being called their first name in the movie. It doesn't matter. Whatever. That's ir- irrelevant to this particular movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. She really gives me like Jennifer Coolidge vibes. Yes. In terms of like the parts that she gets to play and how much I like her. Yeah. I think she was really good. Yeah, she was. She was really good. Like, this is the kind of role that she excels in anyway. Um, yeah. What I really liked about it was that she got to sing because I didn't know that she could sing like that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Lots of singing, lots of, you know, pretending to play the guitar. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a Christmas movie. Gotta, like, yeah. just not think about it too hard, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't think about it too hard. Don't think about it too hard. Well, mm. now it's time for us to think about it too hard uh, yeah. as we deep dive into the Christmas criteria and mm-hmm. uh, see how festive this movie really was. I mean, it, I think it was pretty fucking festive. It was quite um, festive. For a movie you, set in you, July, it was festive. Yeah, <laughs> made me laugh a lot. Um, do, you, do you want to go through? You, you did our tree count, right? So what are we I looking did. at? Yeah, so we had 38 trees by about two minutes. Um, That is because I included the Christmas tree cupcakes, which I felt was fair because they were shaped like decorated like Christmas trees. Um, Yeah, I think that's fair. And there was 12 of them. So it jumped up pretty fast. And I was like, I am satisfied with the number of trees in this film. That is fine. Um, I I think it was fine as well. I agree. I wouldn't have counted for like that long. No, no. I mean, the movie itself was so interesting that I was like, get the tree count done and then you can like just enjoy this and it'll be fine but yeah like there was it's a 
Christmas movie set in July about people filming a Christmas movie. So like there were jumpers, there was fake snow on the ground, there was baubles and wreaths everywhere. They built a fucking Hallmark gazebo in the middle of the town square. Like there were Christmas coats, like, well, you you know, we'll talk about it in a second, but like it was definitely a Christmas film. It was festive yeah. as fuck. And like the thing is, even though it was set in July, it didn't necessarily feel like it was July either. They did a lot to make it yeah. feel like it was Christmas, which I really liked. Yeah, I totally agree. Um I, I love this this premise is so fun and mm-hmm. silly and funny in this movie. Like I absolutely loved it. Um, I I did I really enjoyed myself I too like was like ah oh. and there's literally a note here that I wrote where I was like oh, I'm enjoying this so I'm gonna stop taking notes which isn't really like super <laughs> helpful when you're like doing a podcast where you need to talk about the movie but I was like I don't want to I want to just enjoy it but we do have some stuff to talk about uh, they yeah. yeah they got on with various activities I mean most of the movie was them making a Christmas movie so mm-hmm. it was more like you know that's that's a pretty festive activity to do yeah. you know make a Christmas movie the film um, was one big Christmas activity <laughs> yeah it really really was, really was which is great <laughs> no um, it was great but I was yeah I I'd forgotten because we watch a lot of Christmas movies I yeah. I like kind of forgot you know it, it's hard to keep track of like which advert goes with which exact movie and stuff mm-hmm. so we started it and I like and you know the start of the movie there's like festive credits and it's all like snowy and it's like little jingly music and I was like great this is it this is the vibe cool and then it's like she, you know Chloe's there and she's putting out Christmas cupcakes and I was like mm-hmm. this is fun cute she's got cupcakes and then this guy comes in and I'm like oh here's the grumpy bad guy <laughs> and I was like so into it immediately being yeah. like yep this tracks 100 percent. of course he would close down the cupcake factory in the first mm-hmm. 30 seconds of the movie that totally makes it and then it was like cut and i was like oh yeah oh right yeah i forgot <laughs> that this was this one where they're making a christmas movie but i would have 100 percent watched the christmas movie that they were making i like i'm intrigued like i want to know about the christmas magic in those cupcakes i want to know what conversations she's having with her dog like Yes, I would also watch the Christmas movie. To be honest, um, and like we've spoken about it kind of in jest and kind of in passing, but this film made me want to write our own Christmas movie. (laughs) I'm really, yeah, I really think that we would do a fucking great job of writing a Christmas movie. Not even gonna lie, like it would be a hell of a lot of work, totally get that, Mm -hmm. but like... I think we could do it. It was, yeah, I think so. (laughs) I mean, also it's really hard to comment on this movie because Rena was there and she was basically being us watching a Christmas movie, right? The thing is that there were points where I was watching Rena and I was like, has somebody who's written this film listened to our podcast? Because they're literally like just throwing stuff at us at this point. (laughs) It was so ridiculous. Like how many things that we've like joked about and stuff like showed up in this and other movies this year. Like maybe Mm -hmm. that's who our new listeners are. Thank you, new listeners, who all of you who must work in Hollywood uh, in various studios. Mm Mm-hmm. Employers, please. We'd love yeah. to write Christmas movies. Oh, that man. would be amazing. Write you such a good Christmas movie. It would be so dope. Oh, I'd write several. It's fine. Like, yeah. We just make a whole series. Vanessa Hudgens can star in it. There you go. Sorted. Yeah, this this movie could have totally done with Vanessa Hudgens, but you know, it's fine. Oh, I really liked the, the female lead. I really liked Jessica. I thought that she was like, she wasn't helpless. Um, no, yeah. She was always appropriately dressed because it was yeah. July. Um, 
and she was quite independent. I liked her skepticism because also she didn't like force that on people. She was just like, this yeah. is how I feel. This is why I do it. This is what yeah. I want and stuff. And like, I didn't think she was too overpowering and I also didn't feel like the conflicts were they were unnecessary as always because yeah. classic Christmas movie but they weren't unbelievable like yeah it totally yeah. kind of tracked it was like very it yeah it was very it was a really good way this whole premise was a really really great way to kind of illustrate the stupidity of Christmas movies um, yeah which is like one of the reasons we love them like yeah it's like mm-hmm. everyone's like oh Christmas movies are so bad. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I, I know. watch it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, that, that's the vibe. Um, and we, yeah, so it was like super interesting to see them use the Christmas mm-hmm. movie as like a device, like as an artistic device to like mm-hmm. mirror what Jessica was going on through yeah. her relationship with Christopher and like all of that in like a kind of silly way to do with mm-hmm. cupcakes and whatever. And it meant that they could kind of explore those themes more deeply mm-hmm. talking about those characters without actually having to have those characters have like serious conversations after knowing mm. each other for like a day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really like loads of people. I I, I too like Jessica. I, I was mm-hmm. thinking that we could have Je- Vanessa Hudgens in the leading lady role yes um, not because yeah. i don't mm-hmm. think that uh the actress playing chloe riley ridley yeah. riley riley, riley dandy mm-hmm. um i don't think she just did a bad job at all like i think she no. was fine mm-hmm. uh, i just always want to see vanessa hudgens in a movie and i didn't need I mean, her always. to be the director though i mm-hmm. mean i don't think you could get vanessa hudgens to not be the leading role in a movie but no because her chemistry is funny. crazy <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> her chemistry is always crazy no, I, I think that the casting of the movie within the movie was very accurate to what Christmas movie casting looks like in real life, and I really loved yeah. that. And I thought that those, like that uh, Ashley and Michael, were quite interesting in their relationship because, like, you know, they've got the classic acting ego kind of thing going on, yeah. but they're still quite personable and approachable and things like that. But I really loved that Ashley was taking it so seriously and getting the notes and stuff but even still she wasn't the like she wasn't the usual person that takes it really seriously in the christmas film does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. i thought that they did a really good job of like layering those things in nicely like she wanted notes and she took her job seriously but even still she had fun in front of the camera which i think is really important and something that like is missed out a lot it's something i'm really glad to see um josh swickard to be able to pull it off in this as well because a california christmas is is very very serious it's very emotional whereas i feel like he was quite bright and cheerful in this like at points i did yeah. think he was maybe a bit too into it a bit too like optimistic yeah. and stuff but i think he needed to be that to balance out jessica's like cynicism so I think it worked yeah. really well. And I liked their chemistry too. I thought I did that they too. did a really good job. I really liked Christopher. Like he mm, was kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, like the things I didn't like about him were the things that were designed to make him unlikable, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Is, you know, he, the kind of like privilege of, oh, well, you know, I went to school with Carl, so he gave me a job <laughs> yeah. and like, mm-hmm. you know, all of that kind of stuff. It was, you know, and you know, like, oh, I've never been on movies before. Can I give you notes? Can I just fucking tell you right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have this rant and I know Naomi <laughs> is going to back me up. 
I swear to fucking God, I'm so sick of people coming in and being like, oh, so what's your job? And I go, oh, mm. I do X, Y, Z professionally. And they go, oh, cool. What do you think about this thing? <laughs> and I go, yeah, okay, fine. And they're like, you should really do this thing. Mm. Oh, what, I should have a Twitter? Mm-hmm. Is that what I should, ooh, revol- ooh wow, revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, not, not the vibe. I uh, could totally see yeah. why Jessica was like, oh, so where are you parked? And he like turned the corner to like point out where it was. And she literally <laughs> bumped. She literally fucking left. And I was like, great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Because I mean, as an artist, like you don't really want someone that doesn't get it to be giving you notes. Yeah. Like you obviously need readers and you need people to give you feedback and you need to like have some kind of audience in mind to a certain degree. But if you have been directing Christmas films, she's directed six Christmas films. Like, some of them yeah. are apparently quite successful. Like, she doesn't need your notes, dude. Like, yeah. she just doesn't. She knows what she's doing. She said that she's created the budget specifically for the film that she has in mind. And here you are, fucking it up, left, right, and center. But that's, like, that is a very typical Christmas film thing yeah. anyway, is, like, the person who comes in and is supposed to change stuff is the one that is like actually clueless but they will just keep suggesting things and doing stuff until eventually you give in right family of movie producers and this is the best movie i've ever seen produced yeah what did you say you work in finance that's a nice vague job title come and Mm. be the leading man of our movie thing it was so funny it was like so what in finance do you do and he was like oh i don't know stocks shares head funds other (laughs) financial words i was like that doesn't mean anything this means absolutely nothing absolutely not (laughs) but it did make me it did make me laugh Mm -hmm. oh they they, like had to have generic jobs because jessica is a rare exception where she has a very specific job like yeah so his needed to be extra vague like yeah she was our grounding in reality and he was like the ridiculousness of christmas films well somehow being against christmas films it was very interesting the way that they weaved everything together yeah i think Uh, so i think i think they did a pretty good job like i think there was lots of like obviously like similarities between mm. the relationships and that's the whole point right yeah. the meaning of christmas is that you you know you meet someone and then you don't get on and there's an altercation mm. and then there's a moment of gentleness and then there's some shared experience and a, and like not necessarily a conversation and, mm. and then that leads to like emotions and there's miscommunication and then at the end you kiss and you're together and that's yeah. what happens like that's the thing and they literally did that with like every you know with like jessica and christopher but also with like michael and ashley mm-hmm. and it just made me laugh a lot that they were doing it in like very different ways even yeah because that's like the thing I love that she had made Christmas movies in the past. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, that's the vibe. It, yeah, she was like, I've probably seen a hundred Christmas movies. And I was thinking, yeah, bitch, yeah. what? Yeah. That's not a big deal. Like, okay, me too. I Does I, can I be a director now? Yeah, I couldn't believe that she was proud of having only seen a hundred Christmas movies. Because I'm like, you're a Christmas movie director. Surely, you know, again, yeah, in the middle of July, you're watching Christmas movies. <laughs> You're a movie director who exclusively does Christmas movies, right? I don't know if there's anyone else like that. I mean, maybe fucking, uh, what's his name's wife, Lauren Swickard? Oh, Swickard, yeah. Does she just make Christmas movies? That seems to be her vibe. I've heard her name a lot this year. 
yeah, I think she's made some shorts and stuff, like probably some more drama-based things because yeah. that is very much the signature of her movies. There's a lot more drama than there is comedy necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would imagine that she's also watched more than 100 Christmas movies at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not a particularly impressive number. I didn't realize until you pointed out today that we've made 50 episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, like we've, we've, like we've watched a lot of Christmas movies and there's been uh, movies that we have watched that we have not done mm, podcast mm-hmm. episodes about because they're not that exciting or whatever. Or maybe we watched them before we started doing the podcast, which seems like it was 100 yeah. years ago, but was only like three years ago. I know. Um, <laughs> So wild, absolutely yeah. wild. But we've um, watched a lot of films at this point, and I'm like, yeah. And I used to watch Christmas movies before we started doing this as well. Like, yeah, you know, we all know that I've watched The Holiday in the middle of June before. Um, sometimes you just yeah. need Christmas magic in the middle of the year, and that's okay hey, too. As we can see, Christmas magic cannot be contained to December mm-hmm. uh, via this movie because it happened in July. I. Yeah. Can I just say I lost my fucking mind? Okay, so there, mm-hmm. there's a scene. Mm-hmm. Picture the scene. Jessica directing the movie. They're at the town square. There's fake snow all over the floor because it's July. The sun <laughs> is shining. It's a beautiful day. Michael comes over. Uh, Jeb. Was his name Jeb? His character in the, name? In the film? Yeah, his name was Jeb. Yeah, yeah. Jeb yeah. wanders over to, uh, to Chloe, who's yeah. upset because her tree... Her, not her tree, because her cupcake shop is going to be closed by the bank yeah. and they're having a chat and there's an altercation and whatever and the stuff it amplifies and then they go cut and the actors yeah. and actors they just both throw their coats off oh my god fucking yes. july they're like, you know, <laughs> and she's wearing like effectively a bib with a turtleneck yeah. right and like shorts and like a t-shirt and she, they're like oh my god it's so hot and i'm like that actually makes so much sense. Yes. We always criticize that people are dressed poorly for the weather. But if uh-huh. you're filming it in July and you're wearing a big fucking coat and wearing yeah. a big fucking hat and wearing a big fucking scarf, you're also inappropriately dressed for the weather. So yeah. that made me laugh up, like <laughs> way more than it should have to like see them do that. And I was like, that uh-huh. tracks. I never clocked. I never thought about it. You know what I mean? No. The fact that maybe it's going to be a fucking heat wave. And then mm-hmm. they're in a coat with fake snow, like trying not to look sweaty. I'm like, yeah okay that's right I I totally totally agree like I had never thought about what they would wear under those costumes but like Michael's got the shirt cuffs on but his like shirt is sleeveless it's like slit down the sides yeah she's got the bib with the turtleneck and stuff and I'm like of course they would dress like that because they must be fucking roasting in July trying to make it look like Christmas but I thought that was a really nice touch what I really really loved as well is like later on in the movie they're stuffing pillowcases and stuff into coats to make it look like kids. And I was like, oh my God, that's oh actually God, a thing. We knew it. That's we actually knew a they thing. Were like, <laughs> you know, that bale of hay with a fucking coat on it. And I was like, yes, we knew to put that fucking sled, put that hay kid on a sled and send mm. it down a hill. Oh yeah. my yeah. goodness. But yeah. there is so many little bits and pieces throughout this film that I was like, oh my god if that's actually actually a thing and they're trying to like you know pull back the curtain dead i was dead yeah. like one with when they were showing what was underneath the costumes but two when they were like stuffing kids coats to make it look like kids yeah. i'm like no it's actually a thing it's real it's happening where did they get those ugly dresses from probably and the back of the cost probably the back of the wardrobe department absolutely did you also clock that Christopher said his favorite Christmas movie was Die Hard. I did. 
Yeah. I did clock that. I mean, yeah. wow, Christopher, what a hot take. <laughs> You're so cool. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, what? Your, fa- your favorite movie is Die, die Hard. I've never heard anyone say that they're Christmas. This has become my biggest fucking repeated rant and bugbear. Mm. And I don't mm. know when it happened. But at some point in the last year, <laughs> I found I've, I've got to the point where I find it completely intolerable for anyone mm-hmm. to think that they are funny and witty and wise to go, mm-hmm. my favorite movie is Die Hard. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to hear what we think about the Christmas movie Die Hard, we do have mm-hmm. a bonus episode over on our coffee where we finally fucking talk about it. And we settle Ooh. that Die Hard is a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and what parameters that falls into and the Christmas activities and just some shit about Die Hard. If you want to hear us yeah. talk about more about Die Hard, hear a big rant from me, uh, just check any of the previous episodes from this season. There's probably a Die Hard rant in there, but we appreciate you. Go to our coffee. So yeah, Christopher <laughs> loves Die Hard. What a what a hot take that that is. Yeah. And the yeah, the the network are wanting to shut down the christmas movie department which i didn't realize yeah. was an actual department but that's so that's fun yeah i have a whole department thing either. christmas mo- it did make me I laugh when they were like there's two channels dedicated to just doing mm. christmas movies and i was yes. like well at least at least two mm-hmm. i was i was curious i was like maybe they can't name drop for legal reasons but i'm like who are the two christmas movie channels hbo who are they Hmm. Tell me more. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm assuming it's Hallmark and (laughs) some other one. I don't know what the other one is. Uh, Possibly Lifetime or because they were talking about streaming, I thought maybe Netflix, to be honest. Because also Netflix has really jumped up in Christmas content over the last couple of years outside of Christmas movies as well. Yeah. Um, So they've done things like the stupid baking shows that they do but like not the not the ones that are like british bake-off but you know like look like nickelodeon sets but with kitchens oh uh is it cake yes stuff like that um and also they've done things like holiday home makeover with mr christmas and things like that so they're like really opening up their like festive offering and stuff and also like They've done things um, in... They've got, like, series set in Germany. They've got series set... I think there's one in South Africa as well. Um, they've got them set all over the place now. So, yeah, like, Netflix is really catching up with what we'd call, yeah, like, they, classic they Christmas do, movie producers. Yeah, they do have a lot. They have a lot mm-hmm. of... Um, rom-commy christmas things which which, Mm -hmm. is what we talk about obviously they have a lot of the christmas classics like uh how the grinch stole christmas and you Mm -hmm. know nativity and and things like that then they have their own unlike christmas movies that they make Mm -hmm. including klaus which is a wonderful christmas movie if you haven't seen it if you're looking for a family film uh then they've also got like series so they had like um you know what was it the dash and Oh, Dash Lily and Lily. Dash, Dash mm-hmm. and Lily. That was really yeah. nice. That was good. Mm-hmm. They have a new one called I Hate Christmas, um, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Sure, if that's your personality trait, mm-hmm. then why the fuck not? Um, there's a new A Storm for Christmas, which is like mm-hmm. a series that's coming in like mid December. Uh, yeah. I say coming it, that is happened now because already it's mid December and we're not filming this ahead of time. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like the Netflix do do a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know whether I would say that they are exclusively Christmas, like because 
no. they're not exclusively Christmas content. You know what I mean? There's, I think probably it's probably Hallmark and Lifetime. Yeah. Uh, US listeners, we know that you're there. Please tweet at us and let us know what <laughs> channel uh, or message us on Instagram if you don't like Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let us know what channel you know that you think they're talking about, or if there's any other ridiculous campy Christmassy things that we should be aware of. Oh god, yeah. Like we always want to know. We're we're yeah. happy to spread the Christmas magic out over the entire year. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was interested in seeing that. Like I thought it was very interesting talking about shutting down the Christmas division. Cause part of me is like, did this happen at HBO and they're now making a movie about why they've decided to make Christmas movies again? Because also this has come out, I think, after Holiday Harmony as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was just I'm kind of intrigued about the story behind the story. But that is yeah. quite normal for me. <laughs> yeah. So, don't worry. I, I have a question about mm. something in this movie. Mm-hmm. So Chloe so so Chris makes a suggestion, oh, you should see if Chloe can come up with a new product to try and save her, whatever, and it's fine. Mm. Or whatever. And they go for keto cupcakes. Now, I'm not a diety person because I like cake and food and stuff. And mm. I hate mm-hmm. running and exercise. Uh, and I like being warm and cozy. And the mm. best way to do that is to be a bit fat. So that's my vibe. And I'm <laughs> sticking to it. I don't really know what the keto diet is. But I do. I did think it was like yeah. a really low carb diet. The keto and diet I'm pretty is... sure cakes are fucking carbs. So yeah. how is this cupcake made of mints? Like, what the fuck? So I, unfortunately, have been subjected to the keto diet. Okay. <laughs> it is my least favorite thing that has ever happened in my life. I thought it was like a it, it high is... protein, like meat, fat, yeah, it's cheeses, very, It's very no meat bread. focused. It's no carbs, no like refined sugar no like essentially mm, it's not quite paleo so paleo is like you've got to eat what your ancestors would have eaten as hunter gatherers right right keto is slightly better than that um i think if i remember correctly and the way that you would make a keto friendly cupcake would probably be to take out all of the flour and stuff i think you're still allowed to eat oats so it would probably be a mix of like banana as the binding agent and oats and honey and stuff like that which again doesn't sound like a particularly satisfying cupcake but that's just me that sounds um, pretty stodgy that's a flapjack I, yeah but again keto people will tell you that that's fine right okay because they is need to like justify where it they like is it one of those things where people are like, oh, you really can't taste the difference. It's totally fine. And then yeah. like, you taste it and you're like, okay, you've just pretended that you can't taste the difference, that there is yeah. a difference. And you've just adjusted to, you know. So it's people who, who drink the off-brand, not that there's anything wrong with that, obviously, but drink like off-brand Coke. And they're like, yeah, no, it tastes exactly the same as regular Coke. And you taste <laughs> it and you're like. Yeah, but it's really, worse. Because at least with yeah. Coke, you're getting the sugar and the joy and the dopamine from the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with keto, like. You're just pretending you're not miserable. Like, I I think my point of no return with keto, where I was just like, fuck this, was when I was eating cauliflower rice. Like, no, you're not eating rice. You're just eating ground up cauliflower. Not cauliflower. For like the fifth fucking day that week. It was horrendous. That is so when I saw that she'd like switched well. to 
taquito cupcakes, I was like, no, no one's going to buy those. Why would you? What? No. <laughs> like that, that cauliflower ugh. rice, when you cook it, it really fucking hums a tune. Like that smell mm. is pungent. It's, oh, it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I will, bad. I will never, ever, ever touch the keto diet ever again. Because also, it's a fucking lie. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, you're totally going to like shred loads of weight. It'll be absolutely fine. It's not, right? Like, yes, you do lose loads of weight, but also because you're not taking in as much stuff and you're being so controlling about what you're taking in, you're actually mostly like losing water weight. Yeah. And then you stop keto and you start eating like a normal person again. And funnily enough, you gain back Back all of the weight plus more because you've been hungry, you've been controlling yourself. It's fucking horrible. So yeah, no, I was I was not a particularly big fan when they were like, we're gonna make keto cupcakes. I was like, just make some fucking cupcakes. Get her to yeah. change the flavor. Like, don't... why couldn't they have done? You know, vegan, vegan <laughs> would have totally vegan worked. Cupcakes vegan cupcakes, vegan cupcakes, they would have been delicious. Like, it's great. Yeah, there was a lot. It was the yeah, keto mm-hmm. doesn't sound fun. Anything that reduces the amount no. of carbs I can have, I'm not about mm-hmm. that lifestyle. But yeah, I'm glad we Me can either. clarify like what that was because I literally was like, I have no idea what the fuck a keto cupcake is. <laughs> No, um, just just don't do it. It's it's a no it's a no joy no fun cupcake. Like yeah. I don't think even the icing would be that good because it it's full of well, sugar. You can't have sugar. Yeah. Then what would you even? I mean, like, because I yeah. have made. I I had a a friend of mine. <laughs> we're not even talking about the movie anymore. The movie was good anyway. Cakes. <laughs> I made. I had to make a, a friend of mine was gluten free and she didn't mm-hmm. eat refined sugar mm-hmm. and she was vegan. So it was like, okay, so I can't cook with eggs, flour, milk, butter, or anything. And I made mm. like a really nice honey. Oh, no, it wasn't honey. It was like agave, nectar, something, something. Because I mm. couldn't have honey because bees. Yeah. Um, and like apple cake that was like really nice and like actually kind of was like a regular cake. And it was good. Mm-hmm. I would recommend using like agave nectar if you need to make some vegan baking. I just realized like how far off topic we've got. Um, no, no, you asked about the cupcakes and that, that was I did that, that was supposed to be integral because like, um, oh my God, Rena is like, don't mess with the formula. Like the fucking cupcakes really made much of a difference. But yeah, yeah like I wouldn't recommend keto. It's not, it's not the best thing I've ever done in my life. Pretty, it sounds pretty shit. It's it gross. Pretty bad. Like you're yeah. genuinely just miserable all the time. Like you out for dinner, can't fucking eat anything. You can have like yeah. a steak, maybe, <laughs> if you yeah. feel like it's it. It's just like that's it. I don't. There's a. I think diet culture is like obviously we know is very toxic, and the fact mm. that like people have started wearing low rise again and like using <sighs> the early two thousands, um, which is problematic of its own right because mm-hmm. the, the uh, culture and fashion in the early two thousands was like so heavily involved in eating disorders. And, oh god, yeah. Um, like problems with like bulimia and anorexia and and size zero and all of these things mm-hmm. um that i am not pleased to see that return at all no uh, and and a lot of diets that people tout about are not actually healthy and mm-hmm. i think it does one of the things with that that makes it really difficult for people if they are in like a journey of their own weight or a journey back from eating disorders or whatever it is that you're doing you're just trying to be healthy yeah. there's so much information out there and mm-hmm. there's so many people who are touting being experts that it's super, super hard to figure out what actually is healthy, mm. what's actually healthy for like you in your circumstances and what is like a fad diet that's actually just like, you know, it's like, oh, they go, oh, we'll take diet pills. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. that's just like, that's not the vibe. That's not what you should do. No. Um, but 
Yeah, it's uh, it's shit. It's shit. Anyway, they Mm -hmm. had a really cute dog in this film that made me laugh a lot because it was just being she was just being a little shit the whole time. Uh, and she kept running away and the woman who was like looking after her was like losing her fucking mind and then she was wearing a jumper uh, a Christmas jumper <gasps> that said it. Felice Navid dog and then uh-huh. had a pug on it and I was like I don't know where that jumper is from but I would like it please thank you uh, yeah. I would like I literally have that in my, my notes jumper. yeah I was like Bex needs that jumper we I need do that. totally need that. We need to get that for you. I fucking love Felice Navidad. <laughs> There's been a lot of like Felice Navidad references in the films that we've watched this year. Again, are all of these like writers and producers listening to the podcast and they're just trying to like get a good score from us? Because <laughs> unless you so. start casting Vanessa Hudgens and everything, you're yeah, never getting never five out of five. I'm sorry. <laughs> Though, to be fair, of the, the we I don't know how we did it. Last year we watched a lot of I think we watched a lot of like British and mm. Scottish Christmas movies or a lot of like things mm-hmm. that had come out pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, and it was like a very different kind of vibe in Christmas movies at that time mm-hmm. and, you know, society in, in general. And like all the, I felt like all the films that we watched last year, we were like, oh, this looks like it's going to be great. And then it was like terrible. Oh, and then all the, and like so many <laughs> of the ones we've watched this year that I'm like, this looks diabolical. And then I actually really liked it. Yeah. I loved this one. I thought this was like, so this was like a really fun silly movie it was yes. like bright and cheerful with like just mm-hmm. a, you know the the drama that was in it was not like anything that was you know i was like oh no she can't make mm. she doesn't know she no longer gets a multi-million pounds to make christmas movies <laughs> you know right it's not like you know i it, you know it to me it wasn't that disastrous you know what yeah. i mean i'm like oh no wow ooh, that's so sad um, mm-hmm. But like, you know, in other Christmas movies, it's like, oh no, they're going to burn our village to the ground and we're all going to be homeless, <laughs> right? I feel for you, but like, oh, you can't make this movie? Okay, whatever. I mean, I was, um, like, I was sad about the fact that they were cutting her budget and stuff, but like, yeah. I think there was a lot of stuff that this film touched on. So one, budget cuts are always bad anyway, because like, yeah. I think, especially coming from the UK the arts are always expected to do more for less and less and less and less until people's budgets are literally reduced down to brass tacks. And that fucks me off anyway. Yeah. So the fact that she had prepared a very honest and very fair budget to make the film, I don't think that that was, you know, unnecessary. And I don't feel like it was unnecessary for her to feel sad about that being cut down because again, it reduces what she can do and what that project can be. What really annoyed me even more than that was when the budget got cut right down. Yeah. They started talking about bringing in students to do some work experience, work right? Work experience for free, yeah. For free. But that's the thing that really fucks me off the most is when people are like, oh yeah, but it'd be fine because they're learning and this is just like the most wonderful thing that could possibly happen. No, I'm sorry. If you're going to ask people to do work at any level, regardless yeah. of whether they're students, regardless of whether they're children, regardless of whether like they're over 60 or anything like that, people need to be paid for their artistic work. Whether yeah. they're extras, whether they're set dressers, doesn't fucking matter. If yeah. you are doing something, you need to be paid. Because that's the thing as well. Like the crew does get roped into doing, like to covering all of these roles and things like that. But again, what annoys me is that no one has considered that that is a different skill. It is a different yeah. time rate. It yeah. is a different thing altogether. So part of me was like, 
it was never going to be acknowledged in the Christmas movie because it's not no, integral no. to the plot. But I'm like, but if you're asking people to do extra jobs, they need to be compensated for those jobs that they're doing. Like, I wouldn't yeah. at any point expect people to do stuff for free. Like, it is the bane of my existence that we don't get paid to do this because, like, yeah. we put a lot of work into it. But that is the reality. And, like, the thing for this is it is a passion project, but we are currently working towards making it a paying market. Yeah. But I just don't accept that when you've got the funding of, like, a big production company behind you yeah. or a network really, to, to yeah, not pay it, people. A hundred percent. It fucking pissed me off as well because it mm. was, like, the finance guy who was like, mm-hmm. I went to Princeton, blah, 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 mm-hmm. Like, you know, clearly super wealthy and, like, working with money knows that actually the amount that a lot of if you're not an a-list actor right if you're mm-hmm. not fucking zach efron or a vanessa hudgens or a fucking mariah carey you're mm-hmm. not getting millions and millions for being in stuff you're getting like yeah. a base rate which is probably pretty pathetic compared to the amount of mm. money that's going in this movie overall it always annoys me how little artists get paid for like their mm-hmm. work and musicians and stuff um and it pissed me off that like the finance guy was the one to be like, yeah. they could do it for free. Mm-hmm, like it would have mm-hmm. been a different thing if like, you know, there could have been there could have been a way to do it, right? There could have mm-hmm. totally been like, oh, here's this school group that won a competition to like come yeah. and visit the studio and blah, blah, blah. And if you then go to them, well, would you like to be in this movie? Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. to me is a different thing than being like, okay, yeah. Sign the sign the paperwork, get it sorted, get a choir to come here and sing mm-hmm. in our movie. But I'm not happy about it because they're not professionals, but then I don't have any money to pay professionals. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. I think that was the thing that really, like that was my one thing that I didn't mm. really like. The rest of the movie, I was like, it was fine. Obviously yeah. we don't think about it too hard. Um, <laughs> no. But like there is a, re- that that is a reality. That wasn't like yeah. a thing they made up for the Christmas movie. Like they mm-hmm. to them, they were like, well, yeah, obviously the perfect solution is to not pay people. Yeah. I w- again, I just, I, I just don't stand for that at all. I don't think anybody should be asked to do work for free. No. Like it's just not, especially in this fucking climate right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah people deserve to be compensated appropriately. Yeah. I have masses of problems with the creative industries here in Scotland specifically. Like people's yeah. positions are so underfunded that they feel like they need to take on additional ones. Yeah. And that means that there aren't enough jobs for the people who also want to do this work. <laughs> and like, it's just insane. It yeah. has huge knock-on effects. And what, like, again, I'm glad that they touched on it and it, was a thing that was highlighted but i think that the meaning of it was kind of lost in the fact that jessica didn't object and be like no these people need to be paid like, yeah do you know what i mean i think we needed somebody to stand up and be like yeah no we're not gonna ask people to do stuff for free, free. like it that, was yeah. yeah it was like super rude to me that she was like no no we'll still spend all the budget on like fancy costumes and this and mm, that and changing mm-hmm. this stuff and the logo of whatever but we won't pay actors and i was like that was yeah Um, massively disagree massive disagree i think that's the thing that i like the least about this film yeah i i agree can i say Mm -hmm. one thing that i liked the most about this film and Mm -hmm. we'll finish up and then we'll we'll wrap up on a good note we'll talk about what we're looking at tomorrow (laughs) and all of that stuff um as a as a minor aside to that 
mm-hmm. if you are in a position where you can help support us to keep making this we would really appreciate donation to our coffee if you are not in the position to do that that is totally mm-hmm. fine we hope that you are having a healthy and wonderful christmas during this cost mm-hmm. of living crisis and keeping safe and keeping well and we love you all anyway <laughs> in this movie christopher has to go and rescue santa lol love that as a sentence oh my god yes. And like they go and like pick him up and because they're going through like Hollywood studios, they're like driving in the golf cart and then there's like a people walking across the thing with the pane of glass <laughs> and there's all the boxes that say TNT on it. And I was like, oh my God, it's a comic. It's like a cartoon. Ha 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 ha. And it really, really made me laugh and feel good. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I know it's not, I don't think it's a Warner Brothers thing, but like it totally, totally made me feel great seeing that. And that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, it's something they did really well through this. Like they did keep a lot of really good, fun moments in it, and like they've obviously as well tried to recapture some of the the magic of making films again, and, and yeah. to try and get people invested in that and to understand that it's an art form. Like I really, mm-hmm. really like that. Santa was crazy. I couldn't yeah. tell if he was actually Santa, if he was just some dude who happens to have a Santa costume. I mean, by the end, I was very aware that he was in fact Santa because it starts yeah, snowing in the middle of July. Yeah, <laughs> <just> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. I know climate change is bad, but I don't think it's that bad. Oh, um, Jesus. But yeah, so it, that was that was really good. They had a lot of fun with that. I really loved Rena. I thought she was great. Um, I loved that she was the one that was kind of keeping us up with um, all of the tropes that we were kind of bypassing through and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved her costume um, kind of towards the end of the film. She's literally dressed like a Christmas present. Yeah, like, it's She's so got a big cute. bow on her head and she's got like red jumper, stripy green trousers. I was like, oh my God, either she's an elf or she's a Christmas present or she's both, I, a Christmas oh, elf present. Both. Yeah, she was very elfy. I I liked mm-hmm. her a lot actually. I thought she was like really fun and nice and yeah. silly, and it was like good to have mm-hmm. a character who was like trying to support her friend and like mm-hmm. making jokes and being whatever. That this whole great. work wife miscommunication really pissed me off because it was such yeah. a weird thing. Because mm-hmm. at no other point he is on his phone a lot in the movie, and at yeah. literally no other point in the movie is he using um voice to voice to text no if he had done that at other point all they needed to do was put two other scenes where he uses mm-hmm. voice to text and complains that the the, the uh, yeah i didn't say you know i didn't say dear and i said whatever right that's all that they yeah. needed to do and then it would have totally made sense but to be at the end oh damn voice correct didn't pick up my yeah. work before <laughs> wife and i was like <laughs> That's also a real, I mean, uh, the fact that work wife, work husband thing is a thing I already don't like. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Unless I am someone's yeah. work husband. If uh, I can fuck with the yeah. gender norms in that way. But I don't really mm. like it. It's something that was like very ingrained in office mm-hmm. culture and in terms of yeah. like, you know, here's a reminder just in case you're going to a Christmas party in the next mm. week. Don't fuck your coworkers. <laughs> yeah, don't definitely don't do that. Don't That's a terrible it. idea. It's a really terrible idea. Yeah. Um, but it did, yeah. The work wife mm. thing was annoying. Um, yeah, it was. Because yeah. it, was, it was annoying. It, I think it was a good way to do a misunderstanding because usually it's like in a conversation and they fucking blow up at each other, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid. But yeah, I feel like it could have been resolved or at least highlighted a couple more times to make it more impactful. Like it did yeah. feel kind of like a lazy tie up. Because yeah, they kind of yeah. went, oh, fuck, yeah, the fucking text. Oh, no. Just pretend he likes voice text and me- messed it up. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did that come from? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest, um, any 
workplace culture that tries to tie you in and be like, we're family is always fucking creepy oh, and a big old red flag. Like, yeah. Red flag, run. Anytime. We're really, we don't really have time to train someone. Um, so we're mm. really looking for someone who's got good initiative and is a self-starter. Nope, red flag, yeah. run. <laughs> run. Because can you imagine if they were like, what are you like? And I'm like, oh, well, you're going to mm-hmm. really not need to. You, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't really get to you know you just have to like take a punt and Mm -hmm. we really need like a a company that's going to be flexible to like how Mm -hmm. i want to work and if i was like that they would be like no thank you we're not hiring you and i'm like but that's what you literally offered me and it's bullshit Mm -hmm. anyway this episode has turned into (laughs) such a huge rant about society uh and it didn't mean to because we really enjoyed this movie Uh, i did anyway i'm gonna give it a 4.5 Ooh, i'm gonna give it a 4.5 i think it's up there yeah, I'd say like four ish was is pretty good. So four point five, yeah. And it was it was just really nice. Like it was fun. It was lighthearted. Yeah. Definitely it a watch again one. Enough. I would watch this one again. Actually, yeah. it's it's not a lot of like not very often that I'm like I would watch this one again, but I would because it was delightful and it was yeah. funny and it was witty and it was a clever way to do a Christmas movie that we've never really seen before. So, yeah. yeah, I liked I it really a lot. I thought it. it was really original. So well mm. done to the show. Well done, yeah. this whoever directed this movie. You did a good job. Here's a little. No, we'll I thought see. it was great. It was it was fab. Um, unfortunately, though, we have run out of time. Um, but you can join us again tomorrow for day four of the seven days of Christmas, where we'll Woo. be back with a royal Christmas match. It's oh, the only seems- film that we're doing this year that features any kind of royalty. <laughs> I mean, you, she, Rena said there's got to be secretly a prince. Oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to get back to because our first episode was Christmas Prince. We love a mm-hmm. little bit of like fake nobility in these movies. Yes, uh, I'm do. excited for this one. <laughs> I think it's going to be fucking awful uh, and I can't wait. Oh, no, it's going to be great. If you want to catch up with The Seven Days of Christmas, if you're behind, yesterday we reviewed The Eight Gifts of Hanukkah and the day before that we kicked off with The Twelve Dates of Christmas, which was Mm -hmm. wild. Wild. And then we'll be back until the 23rd of December with a few more episodes as well. Yeah, if you want more bonus content, as Bex has already mentioned, you can find our bonus bells episodes over on Coffee. We've got the lost episode of Christmas Inheritance because we Mm -hmm. did a live stream that we didn't record. Uh, a few years ago the jingle boys reviewed a castle for christmas uh that was a great episode really really good really recommend yeah and then we've also got our die hard episode as well and you know if you listen to it you can talk to us about whether or not die hard is a christmas film (laughs) i want to know what you think i I genuinely do i know i say that a lot but like i i do want to know i'm curious absolutely but Thank you so much, Bex. This has been lovely. Thank you, Naomi. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or tell a festive friend about our shenanigans. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod on Instagram and Twitter or buy us a coffee at coffee.com forward slash Jingle Bells Pod. Your support means so much and helps us keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves! Carols and bells, none of them-